Hey everybody, Pastor Bill here. Hope you've had an opportunity yesterday to enjoy a nice afternoon as we seem to have a lot of rain in the days ahead. What do you say we put another gospel word, significance of the gospel word on the table for us to enjoy today? I love how these words deliver the goods, deliver the gifts of the person and work of Jesus. There is indeed another word that you probably have been wondering about missing. It's from that great gospel and miniature passage from John 3.16. And we talked about eternal life a few sessions ago, but we didn't touch on the start of the passage. For God so loved the cosmos. Let's talk about love. There are four words we find in the New Testament for love. Eros, romantic love. Storge, family love. Philia, brotherly love, like the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia. And agape sometimes described as unconditional love. When it comes to God's love for us and Jesus, God made flesh, love for us, agape is the main one used. Sometimes Jesus expresses brotherly love for his followers as well. I think it's safe to say that being loved is a universal human need. When you are loved, you are also um, have a sense of mattering. You count. Uh, there is that old country song, looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> it's one of the best little descriptions of the human condition, actually. Most of the places we seek love come with strings, you see. Uh, and we see this most clearly in the world of our youth. Who's popular? What do my peers think of me? Having a boyfriend or a girlfriend, having lots of interest in the social media world, um, you know, being looked upon uh, highly. <laughs> On a certain level, it isn't wrong, of course, to be well thought of. And by the way, it's no different for adults. It's just more under the surface. But what do we sacrifice for this love? For counting in the eyes of others. Most of the places humans seek love, you see, come with ifs. And they actually end up enslaving us. Is this the way God's love works? Hmm. It's interesting that most of the times the word agape is used when it comes to God's love for us, and it doesn't come with ifs. It is a declaration. It's a promise. Paul says in Romans 5, 5, because God's love has been poured into our hearts, the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Given to us? A gift? <laughs> then there is this from 1 John 4, 7 and following. Beloved, let us love one another because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. Let me stop you right there and make sure we don't get things mixed up at this point. Love is not God. <laughs> In our culture, love is a God. Love is made an idol all the time, whatever form we're talking about. Tell me that Eros love is not worshipped in our culture today. I don't have time to go further on that. God is love. Love is not God. So John continues, God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only son into the world that we might live through him. And this is love, not that we loved God but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice for our sins. 
You see that word offices that we talked about at the very beginning of the series, forgiveness is an expression of God's mercy and love. That's who God is. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. God didn't wait for us to love God. God did it. He initiates. God loves us. Here is a beautiful gift of the gospel. You see, having the love of God poured into our hearts keeps us from being enslaved to the love and acceptance we may or may not receive from other places. And I'll be honest, being liked is a powerful thing for me. I have to watch that I don't put that above, well, to use Paul's words again, speaking the truth in love. When I hear of God's love for me and for the cosmos, it keeps everything in perspective. Let me just end today with the story, let's get this down to brass tacks, from Jim Nestigan, who taught generations of pastors at Luther Seminary. One day, while he was near the seminary, on a morning jog, Jim was running down the street and saw the bus was stopped up ahead, and there was a woman running in and out of the bus. As he got closer, he could see that a man had had collapsed right outside the bus. And as he even got closer, um, she was calling for help that her husband had collapsed. And as he got there, um, 911 had been called. And so Jim knelt down next to the man. He was trying to comfort the wife. And this person was conscious at the time. So no CPR at that point and, and was breathing and um, but was in great pain and so Jim just looked held him you know put his arm around his head and um, or just placed his hand on his head or his shoulder and and said Jesus forgives you all your sins and loves you more than words can say turns out unfortunately the man did pass away of that heart attack but what an amazing thing for those to be the last words you hear. Jesus forgives you all your sins and loves you more than words can say. What a promise. So let me just end today with that same promise for you. Jesus forgives you all your sins and loves you more than words can say. Celebrate that promise this day.